Hello, welcome to MonarchCast. We are talking things royal today. I'm Allie. I'm Claire. And this week we're chatting royal baby names. It's our last special. Yes. And I just want to put out there that it is Saturday, April 21st at Mm 1.06 p.m. (laughs) So all as of right now, there is no baby that's made an appearance. So all opinions are coming straight from our brains, and if we just happen to predict the name, then that would be amazing, but I don't want anyone accusing us of going back in time. Right, and we're sort of debating our airing schedule for this because we really want to maybe get ahead of the birth, but given that she could have a baby any day now, it's a little bit precarious. <laughs> I think we'll just say that barring any birth in the next five days, this will air as normal Thursday, yeah. as normal on Thursday April 26th uh yes okay April 26th but if she gives birth before that we will post it early yeah but before we get into what's in a royal name do we have any royal gossip I think there might be a little bit a follow-up to something I mentioned last week yeah yeah I think so yeah so Last week, I had mentioned that heads of the Commonwealth were meeting to discuss who would succeed Queen Elizabeth because there's been this open question of does the next head of the Commonwealth need to be the sovereign of England? And Elizabeth actually did something very rare for her, and she essentially endorsed Charles as the next head of the Commonwealth, giving a speech where she laid out her desire that he succeed her as um, in this role. And... They listened. They think respected that she did something that she normally doesn't do. It's very important to her. And they announced that Charles would be the next head of the Commonwealth. But we've been discussing whether that meant immediately or upon her death. So I just looked that up. I think it is once her reign comes to an end. Okay. That was my assumption was like they're just trying to get ahead of it now. And like instead of being caught off guard, like while they have their annual or however often they meet, like meeting of the Commonwealth, that they discuss this matter. Because maybe it's not an annual meeting. And so maybe the idea is like by the time they meet again, there could be a bit of a crisis. Yeah. And I mean, let's take a moment to note that today is oh, fact, yes. Queen Elizabeth's 92nd birthday. Happy birthday so, to Her Majesty. Yes, happy birthday. But I think these issues are starting to become a little bit more pressing. Yes. Especially given like Philip's retirement. And, you know, I think it's obvious that younger royals are taking a bigger role and they're starting to need to think about the hard questions of continuity. Well, congratulations to Prince Charles, though. Yeah. I think that was something he really wanted. And it's actually funny that this came up because in the last two nights I've been watching, I don't know if you've seen this, there's a documentary on Netflix called The House of Windsor. Yes. Uh, have you seen this? I pulled liberally from that for our, um, Did you? I wondered our because, episode where they were changing the name. <laughs> yeah, I wondered because they start with um, George V and mm-hmm. go up to um, a pretty much present day, although they They do end with Charles, but I thought it was really, really interesting. The Charles episode was actually my favorite out of all Mm -hmm. four or five of them because- It's really sympathetic to him. It is, and it's actually, I think, the most sympathetic portrait that I've seen of Charles, And but but they didn't hold back on the criticism, which I think is, is crucial to any kind of fair portrait of anyone, but one of the things that I thought was really, really interesting is that they said, you know, once he hit his 30s, 
40s, he kind of realized, okay, I'm in for a long wait. And he didn't he didn't wait. He started doing his own thing. He set up the Princess Trust. He got really involved in local issues. Um, he got really involved in lower class issues. You know, um, that was something that Diana did as well, where she kind of got involved in the messier charities and the queen was kind of like, can't you just focus on animals? Um, right. But the thing about Charles is he started really focusing on conservation and things like that. And before it was cool too he got mocked a lot for that he he did and he also got got into a lot of conflict with his mother and the um buckingham palace and the court because uh, they all kind of thought he was overstepping and and maybe being a little too public of his opinions and he would he's notorious for being heavily involved with the government um and meddling where he's not supposed to in fact they actually um, passed some kind of law, like a kind of a Freedom of Information Act type law, and they accepted any correspondence from Prince Charles because he's so notorious for getting involved that they wanted all of these letters to be kind of an exception to the rule. But it's it's really interesting because he has said forever, you know, I understand the difference. Like, I am Prince Charles. I have freedoms that I'm not going to have once I'm the monarch. And I will turn that off and I will just be the monarch. But there are a lot of people saying he's been doing this forever. Can he really turn it off? So I thought it was kind of interesting him having watched that on the same day that he was confirmed as the next head of the Commonwealth, in a, in a way that is a little bit of a vote of confidence in him yeah. being able to come in late in the game and effectively perform the role of the monarch. But I think it's really interesting to see him kind of step into her shoes very, very gradually. And arguably, he's the first monarch in British history to have that luxury of a 30-year easing in period. Right. He's been, he's going to be the most trained and well-prepared monarch that England has ever seen. I mean, he's already the oldest Prince of Wales in history. He'll Uh, be the oldest king, like the oldest crowned king, right? I mean, no one else was crowned in their 70s. I believe so. so. Yeah. I think eventually we should do a Prince Charles episode because I really think, I may have said this before, I think he gets a lot of flack and I don't think he's an innocent, but I do think he's more interesting than he gets credit for. Yeah, and I think a lot of times he's overlooked because he's stuck in the middle. Mm-hmm. He's not the monarch, and he's not the glamorous, young, fresh exactly. generation. Generation. So um, that was interesting. But anyway, I, just to piggyback on your gossip, um, kind of excellent timing there. Yeah. Do we have any uh, royal oops? I just have a couple of things um, that I brought up in our last episode on royal weddings, and I just wanted to clarify. So the first was that we were talking about how, speaking of Charles, how Charles and Camilla were married at the Windsor Guildhall and not the castle. And we were talking about why that was. So I, because I sort of bungled the explanation, I thought I'd look it up and actually clarify why they weren't able to marry at the castle. So it's basically has to do with the terms of the civil license. So as we mentioned, they were not getting married in the church because they were both previously divorced. So they had a civil marriage. And basically until the mid 1990s, civil marriages in England could only be performed in register offices. So 
I take that to mean sort of like city hall, like where, where you get your license is where you're going to have your civil marriage. They eventually amended that in the mid 90s so that those types of ceremonies could play, could take place in other um, locations like, you know, castles and things like that, because, you know, we're entering a modern era where people may not feel particularly religious, but they want to have their wedding in a beautiful garden or in a castle or something like that. And the thing about Windsor Castle is that Windsor Castle is not a marriage venue, but because Charles and Camilla wanted to get married there, they weren't able to get a license because to be licensed for a civil marriage in a venue, the venue must be, quote, regularly available to the public for the solemnization of marriages. So that would mean that if they had been married at Windsor Castle, then for the next three years, at least, the castle would have had to also be open for marriages for anyone else who wanted to book it for their civil marriage. Mm-hmm. So that is the answer for why they went to Windsor Guildhall. So not really an oops, but more of a an explanation as to why. And then the second piece is when I mentioned Harry wearing his military uniform and I had mentioned that the Queen had given him some kind of mysterious military appointment. Um, I just wanted to clarify that he took over from Prince Philip as the Captain General of the Royal Marines. So presumably since that is, since Harry has retired from active duty military, I believe that uniform is probably what he's going to wear for his wedding. Right, and I believe that's also why the timing happened as it did, because they wanted him to be able to wear a uniform at his wedding. And as he's essentially retired from service, he couldn't wear a uniform otherwise. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. You know, he may surprise us all and turn up in a morning suit, but... It is tradition for the men to wear their military uniforms. So we will see what happens. Um, But those are just two things that I wanted to flesh out a little bit more in case anyone was listening and laughing at my utter lack of knowledge. Must happen a lot. (laughs) So that's all I've got. Do you have anything? Nope, nope, I do not. So let's get into the royal names. Yeah, what is in a royal name? Um, So the... Timeliness of this episode, as everybody knows, or if you don't know, welcome to the world. Um, Queen, Queen, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Kate Middleton, also known as the Duchess of Cambridge, wife of Prince William, is expecting a new baby any day now. Um, It literally any day. I think they said her due date was the end of April, and we are coming upon the end of April. Speculated to be like the 23rd or something. So that would be in a Two couple days. of days. That would be Monday. <laughs> so we thought we'd go through and take a gander at what names they might pick. Uh, the royals are notorious for kind of sticking to the list as it is. So we thought we'd take a look at the names on the list and what's been done in the past generations. And maybe we can take our own guesses at what name this baby might have. So... When it comes to baby names, they really are not known for thinking outside the box. Tradition, and I think that has a lot to do with tradition. Tradition means a lot, but it also helps keep the goodwill for the monarchy flowing from generation to generation when they all share names. You know, even if, like, we've talked about how Charles is going to be 
George the sixth, and even if he's not known as the best king. Oh, yes, the seventh. See, there's so many Georges. But even if he's not known as the best king ever, he's going to have the goodwill that the name George affords him. Um, And he does go by Charles, but Charles's name is Charles Philip Arthur George. So George is one of his given names. But do you think that given the more public nature of the monarchy now compared to... um, say, when the last George was king. I mean, don't you think that might confuse the public? Like, switching to a regnal name, like, they have to suddenly call him King George. Like, I feel like that they might not do that just in recognition of perhaps he's too well-known as Charles. We're only one monarch removed from the last monarch who did that. So it is, maybe to us, you know, But he wasn't in his 70s when he became king. Like, this is my point, is, like, for 70-something years, Charles has been known as Charles... Like, isn't it a little bit late to change? Well, we'll find out. That's the rumor. I mean, I, I think we, you and I have said, why not just stick with King Charles and reinvigorate the name Charles? Yeah. Um, but, you know, so that's one of the reasons why they all have similar names is this idea of keeping tradition alive. Um, for the more modern royals, and by modern we're talking um, anything with Queen Elizabeth and on down the line, um, their inspiration seems to come mainly from names associated with the Hanover line, which would be all the Georges, and um, definitely Queen Victoria and her nine children. So that is, obviously, when you have nine children, they created quite a wealth of names that the family could go to. And the question really is, what are William and Kate going to do for baby number three? So just to give a little history lesson here, between 1714 and today, there have been six kings named George, and we've covered a fair few of them. We just talked about this a little bit, but George VI was actually born Albert Frederick Arthur George, but he reigned as George. George, it wasn't that surprising when William and Kate went with George for their firstborn son. Um... Although apparently I was reading when I was looking into this, William is a big George III fan, which... Which, Why? Well, I will just say from what I read briefly, for those of you out there who may not be up on which George is which, George III is famously Mad King George, who lost the American colonies to our, um, you know, our forefathers. Um, but apparently William thinks of him as a good man who was very misunderstood. And I think from what I've read of him, he was a personally decent person and wanted what was best for his country, but he did also actually suffer from mental illness. So those two things don't always go hand in hand when you're trying to reign as the monarch. Interestingly, if we take that as fact that George is, or that William is a George fan, Um, William and Kate did also name their first daughter Charlotte, and George III's wife was named Charlotte, which I didn't ever put that connection together. So apparently they're looking to that particular time period for inspiration. And, you know, you could also say Charlotte is a little bit of an homage to Charles. Oh, Um, that could be too, yeah. But... I think that's kind of interesting. And then the other thing I wanted to bring up in our before we get into our discussion is that 
Queen Victoria had nine children, and their names were in order Victoria, Edward, Alice, Alfred, Helena, Louise, Arthur, Leopold, and Beatrice. If you notice, seven out of nine of those are in rotation. We will talk about them, except for Alfred and Leopold, which are arguably the most German. So I think once George V lays down his edict, the more German names in the family tree kind of got the got the boot. Well, and I'm noticing none of these names are Albert. And it's interesting that Albert has become an extremely popular name in the royal family, but apparently not since not before the death of Prince Albert. Yeah, and I only I only put down their first names, so I'm sure Edward, Alfred, Arthur, Leopold probably had out Al- one of them at least probably had Alfred Albert in the mix. Yeah, and I think there's also like, you know, after Albert died and Victoria was in mourning, she very much liked everybody to name their sons Albert. Yeah, it was definitely a thing. But you'll notice, as I mentioned, the more German names don't really get used. And I think we covered that with George V as to why that might be. Mm -hmm. Um, So given the pool of Georges and Victorias and Edwards and Alice's and Helena and Louise and Arthur and Beatrice, let's look at what the Windsors have done in recent generations. So if we start with Elizabeth and Philip, they had four children. And we have Charles, which arguably Charles was kind of a, it kind of came out of left field. Um, But he is Charles, Philip, Arthur, George. So we can see where that came from, right? We have Charles. There have been kings named Charles. Philip, I think that goes without saying. He was named for his father. Arthur, we've got one of Queen Victoria's children. And George... Kind of obvious, right? Elizabeth's father's regnal name. And up the line of six Georges. Yeah. So then they have Anne, who is Anne Elizabeth Alice Louise. So she's got two names from Victoria's pool of names. And then Anne, I'm not sure where Anne came from, but there was Queen Anne. It's a common English name. Um, And then Elizabeth is obviously for her mother. And maybe Queen Elizabeth, Queen Mother, and Mm -hmm. um, as it goes. And then we have Andrew, who I believe was named for Philip's father. Okay. Um, And then we have, and he is Andrew Albert Christian Edward. So Albert, I think we know where Albert comes from. Christian, I'm not really sure, although I do believe that is a more common name in the Greek line. So I didn't look up Philip's father's full name, but that may be where that comes from. And then we also have Edward in the mix. And then they have another son who they name Edward, which I thought this is interesting because it doesn't appear that using a middle name for one child means that you can't use that name for another child's first name. And I think that's something that maybe we should keep in mind. And then Edward is... Edward, Antony, Richard, Louis. Ooh, that Antony is interesting. Yeah, so it's interesting because Edward, I think we know where that comes from. That's one of Victoria's children. And then we have Antony, which if we remember, Margaret was married to Antony Armstrong Jones. So that may be a little bit of a tribute to his maternal uncle by marriage. I didn't look up Edward's birthday, but I believe this would have been around the time they were married. 
And well, um, I, and I'm going off of the crown here, but I think that Margaret and Elizabeth were pregnant at the same time. Oh, were they? So yeah. while she was pregnant with Edward, Margaret was also pregnant. So Margaret had been married for quite a few years, I think, at that point. So it makes sense that they would have gone to Antony in that respect. And then Richard, I didn't, I don't know exactly where that comes from, but, you know, you can go back into the line to see a King Richard. So that may have been where they pulled that from, but it's never really shown up again. So I sort of didn't pay too much attention. And then Louis, I think we can attribute to Lord Mountbatten, Louis Mountbatten, who was... Um, we talked a little bit about in Edward V's episode, formerly Bat- Battenberg. Um, he was a prince of Battenberg, but he was famously very close to Prince Philip and subsequently Prince Charles. So they did choose to honor him with their fourth child. And then. So that's interesting because I immediately went to like Louis as in French, and I was like, like shocked that they had named their child after a French monarch, but this makes more sense. <laughs> it, it does when you see where we go with the next generation. So in the next generation, we have the children of Charles and Diana, and we have William, and he is William Arthur Philip Louis. Now, I think it's kind of interesting with William, they went way, 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 way back <laughs> into English history, but William is the name of the first English king, William the Conqueror. Well, there's more Williams after him. There are, yeah, but the obvious one. And then Arthur comes from the pool of Victoria's children, and then um, Philip, his grandfather, and then we have Louis again, who is Lord Mountbatten. And I just haven't watched... Yes, so just having watched the documentary about Charles, um, so Charles was incredibly close to Louis Mountbatten, and he died shortly before the marriage of Charles and Diana. Um, In fact, some people say his death is why he was attracted to Diana, because he was very sad and vulnerable, and she sort of comforted him. Um, But William was given the middle name Louis, to honor that friendship. And then we also have Henry, who more commonly known as Harry. Um, I think Henry is kind of an interesting choice. Yeah. Um, but there have been eight kings named Henry in English history. So it is But given that they didn't want to change the family name to Tudor because of the connotations of Henry the Eighth, it's interesting that may and that may be why they call him harry i don't know yeah but for whatever reason they went there and henry is henry charles albert david so henry is bearing the name of two kings that i think english england would rather forget but he's got um charles his father's name yes and albert in honor of albert and then david is interesting that's what i mean he's carrying two names well i you have to wonder too I don't know what the the naming conventions are in the Spencer family, but perhaps some of that influenced these choices. It may have. Well. It's just I almost wonder if that was Diana being like, "Hmm, look at me. I'm look what I'm gonna yeah, do." I know. <laughs> um, and then you making have, a statement. <laughs> you definitely do. You have the children of of Princess Anne. You have Zara and Peter, and their names are a little bit 
out there. I think um, mm-hmm. you and I were talking about this before we started um, looking into this, and I said to you, you know, it's kind of interesting the ones in the direct line for the throne seem to really be stuck with tradition, and then the ones that aren't, who knows what they're doing. And then when I started looking into the names, I realized that really wasn't true. I mean, they're all pulling from the same pool, except for Anne. Anne went with Zara and Elizabeth, and so I think, you know, Anne and Elizabeth are pretty self-explanatory, and apparently Prince Charles suggested the name Zara. But I think for Anne, she had freedom where her siblings never would because her children, there is no situation that arises where they take over the throne. And they also famously do not have titles. Right. She doesn't have, you know, so I think she, part of the reason to not have a title in that way, like she's, you know, I think um, alone among her siblings hasn't retained that. Like you get this freedom. And I think this is kind of a example of that. I mean, she definitely went a little sideways when she named them. Although I personally think Zara is a very nice name. Um, yeah. And then we have Peter Mark Andrew is her son. And um, her husband, Mark Phillips, that she had her children with, His middle, one of his middle names is Peter. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. And then Andrew... And his name is obviously Mark, so... Yes. And then Andrew goes back to Philip's father. So, although I think being... Greek, his name was probably something more like Andre or Andreas or something like that. I That is probably going to be an oops for next time. I, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> I'm just saying Andrew is attributed to Philip's father. Of course, it is an Anglicization of his name. And then we have the children of Prince Andrew. So he has two daughters, Beatrice. Um, she is Beatrice Elizabeth Mary. So I think you know, she's named for um, Queen Victoria's daughter, Beatrice, and then Elizabeth and Mary, who was um, Elizabeth's grandmother mm-hmm. and a very common name in the English line. And then we have Eugenie, and I looked this up. So she's Eugenie Victoria Helena, and I, I didn't know where the hell Eugenie came from, um, but it is... She is named for Queen Victoria's granddaughter and daughter. So Queen Victoria's granddaughter was Victoria Eugenie, and her daughter was Helena, obviously. And I believe Victoria Eugenie was Helena's daughter, although don't quote me on that. But she was a princess of Battenberg, I think. So it is in the family, although they kind of went to the deep cuts on that one. Um, You have to know, I mean, you have to figure Eugenie is probably a family name because I don't know that any young girl is growing up and thinking, I'm going to name my daughter Eugenie. It's, I mean, Eugene, maybe, if it's a boy, but yeah. And she's not Eugenia. She's Eugenie. Yeah. So it goes back to Queen Victoria. Um, Like I said, she really set the standard for the names with her nine kids. And then if we go and look at um, Prince Edward's children, he's got Louise. Lady Louise, um, and she is Louise, Alice, Elizabeth, Mary. So I think we've covered those names already. Louise was one of Victoria's children, and then Alice as well, and then Elizabeth and Mary. I think we can see where that inspiration comes from. Lady Louise the little girl that was really grumpy at William and Kate's wedding? No, 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 no. She's older. She's like a teenager. Okay. And then James is their son, and that is James... 
Alexander Philip Theo. So I think it's kind of interesting. He has a little bit of a, um, a little, few outliers there. So James, you know, we can go back to King James. And I think in a few of the people we've mentioned, James was in play as a middle name, although it's the first time we see it on this list. And then we have Alexander. Um, I'm not really sure where that comes from, although Queen Elizabeth is Elizabeth Alexandra, so maybe. And then Philip Prince Philip, and then Theo. I don't know where Theo came from. I'm assuming maybe it comes from Sophie's side of things. The James as well is interesting because the last James was James II who fled England. So that might also come from her family. It may. But, you know, he's the second, or I actually meant to, I believe he is the second child of Edward and Sophie, and he is the second child of the fourth child of the Queen. So... I feel like yeah. they, they were given a lot of free reign there. Um, and then Kate and William so far, we mentioned this a little bit, but they've done George, and that's George Alexander Louis. So um, Alexander, interestingly, comes back into play. And then Louis... Do- Wait, where did, sorry, remind me, where did the Alexander start? Well, we're, we're not really sure, except for the only thing I can think of is that one of Elizabeth's middle names is Alexandra. Mm. Um, and maybe it's a Middleton thing. It, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think she got any, any, uh, any say there cause he is the future King. So I, I think that's to honor Elizabeth. I'll be honest. Although if anyone out there knows anything about where Alexander came from, there are so many names at play. Honestly, it was impossible to look up each and every one of them, but my, I just assumed cause she's Elizabeth. I think she is Elizabeth Alexandra Mary. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just assumed that's where that came from. And then Louis is in honor of, um, Louis Mountbatten. And that is also William's last middle name. Well, and also, so Louis Mountbatten, it, you could be like, why are they honoring this guy so much? He also died in a really tragic manner. Like he was on a yacht with his family and it was blown up by, the, the IRA, I think. yeah, the IRA. So I think it was traumatic for the entire family. So like, I think this is just a mark of respect and remembrance for that as well. But also, you're saying it's William's middle name as well. So, but also Charles was very, very close with him, and so yeah. was Philip. I mean, this is a man that they have probably grown up hearing stories about. He was also famously very close with Edward VIII. So. This man has been in the mix for generations, and it was a big freaking deal when he died. So his name gets the play, I think, not undeservedly. And Charlotte is Charlotte Elizabeth Diana. So we already talked about where the Charlotte might have come from. Um, Elizabeth is obvious, and Diana, I think, is obvious. So um, interestingly... Kate and William have yet to use Arthur, Philip, Charles, or Alice, Louise, Victoria, or Mary from the names that are in heavier rotation. So that is my rundown. And I apologize that all of you out there are probably like, what? But those are the names that we see the most often. And I think the pool of names that we're most likely going to see Kate and William continued to choose from. So given all of that, I thought now we could do the fun part and go into the possible contenders, their significance, and what the odds are. So what do you think? 
Well, I guess first it's like, is it a boy or a girl? <laughs> so let's start with girls' names. I don't actually have an opinion on whether or not this baby is a boy or a girl. Well, I mean, it sounds like they don't know, so like They how, don't. Yeah. They don't. And I actually, I'm going to just say, and I'll probably be totally wrong, you know, I'm not even going to predict that because how the hell would I? I'm not going to predict it, but I will say that I'm rooting for a girl because I feel like there are a lot of boys in that family. Which makes me think it might be a boy, but yeah. who knows? But the only princesses are um, Eugenie and Beatrice and Zara. Well, she's not a princess, but you know and what I mean. Anne. So, no, I mean of the younger generation, oh, yeah. like it was like all boys. And so now it's like, okay, Kate has already had a boy and a girl. I kind of want another girl. Yeah. Well, let's start with girls' names then. Okay. So the first name I have on the list as a contender is Mary. That is also a name that I will say, looking up the odds, the bookies people are betting on in Britain seems to be uh, what people think. I think what a freaking boring name. I know. Sorry to anybody out there named Mary. Uh, sorry, they already named their son George. I don't think they're that worried about boring. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know, George is like one of those old-fashioned names like Jane that's like really making a comeback, and I feel like it could kind of work, but I don't know about Mary. So we've got, obviously, Mary of Tech is Elizabeth's grandmother. She's the Mary that is the source of all the Marys. Elizabeth is Alexandra Mary. If they're going to go with Mary, personally, I think we could, we will see that in the middle. I don't think I don't think they're going to do George, Charlotte, Mary. I could be completely wrong. I just, it's not jazzy enough. I don't think, I don't know. What do you think? I don't think William and Kate are like jazzy people. So like, I don't know if that bothers them. But I do think Charlotte was a little bit more out of the box, even though there were precedence for it so I think they would probably go with a different girl's name like Mary I agree with you just seems very like blah it to me it's more of a it's a it's an excellent middle name Elizabeth is the next contender but they've um, already used it so but yeah, as you know that I mean, hasn't precluded them using names again exactly and I think given that Elizabeth is getting up there today is her 92nd birthday maybe they will be feeling sentimental but I think because Charlotte only had three names and George only had three names I think I think it's already been used yeah because either they use it as the first name or another middle name but that seems like I understand Charlotte Elizabeth Diana because you use the Elizabeth and the Diana because maybe you don't have another girl so you use them in a way you want to. Like obviously they could never name their child Diana, um, right? But yeah, I don't know if we'll see it again. So the next contender I have is Alexandra. Okay, but they've this already used I, that one. They haven't. Oh, they used Alexander. Oh right, right, right. Okay, that's correct. Elizabeth is Alexandra Mary. Alexandra. We don't know where Alexander comes from, but Alexandra was the name of George V's mother, um, and it's not in heavy use, so I kind of feel like it might be a possibility. I I could see Alexandra. I could see Alexandra marry something. That's kind of where I'm leaning, okay. if I have to show my cards this early. Um, the next name I have on the list is Diana, and I think... We can just say this one is highly I, I just unlikely. cannot see them doing that. I don't see them doing it. It's already been used for Charlotte. She's been honored. 
if Harry has a girl, he'll use it in some way, but I just don't see them giving it as a first name. Could be totally wrong, but I just, I don't see it. Sounds like you're in agreement yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other contender that I think is pretty strong is Victoria. Yeah. Um, it was in heavy use in the 19th century, but it has not really been used. Um, the only instance we've seen it used in the quote-unquote modern era is it is Eugenie's middle name. So mm-hmm. I think it's kind of hanging out there. I think an Alexandra Victoria would be pretty. And, you know, Victoria was Victoria Alexandrina, mm. I want to say, or something like that. So I I think Victoria will be in play. I could see it as a first name. Um, I could see it as a middle name, but I think that the void of Victoria's is like crying out for a Victoria. Um, Alice is another one that is apparently a top contender according to the bookies. It's been used as a middle name, maybe, but I don't, I don't see it. I could be wrong. What do you think? I don't like it, but yeah, maybe. Interestingly, it has not been used at all in the modern era, except for it is one of Anne's middle names. So where does it come from? Is this one of Victoria's kids? It is, Okay, yes. yeah. Um, and I think there were a few, like she, Princess Alice is the one who wore the pink dress. Oh, okay. But she, she was not the Princess Alice who was the daughter of Queen Victoria. She was an Alice that married one of the princes, either one of me, I think I want to say one of Princess Victoria's grandsons. So there, Alice has been in play, but it's never been front center stage. So I don't see it happening now. Although apparently a lot of people think it's going to happen. So I don't see it. Um, along the same lines of Alice, Louise, same kind of origin, one of Victoria's children. But I don't see, think it's likely given that Lady Louise is a teenager and it's it's kind of taken. Yeah. So now I'm going to get into the ones that I think are a little less obvious. Amelia, mm-hmm. I threw in there because she was the daughter of George III. Well, and given the previous two names, that sounds not unlikely. I'm just going to say... Also pretty, do, and that's more modern, too. If they name their daughter Amelia, I'm taking full credit for calling it. <laughs> Um, I think it's a possibility. I think it's kind of out there. George III had several children. He had other daughters, but she was the last. And I don't know. I just... But also, like, it's it's a name that doesn't feel as, like, stuffy, maybe. And also, if they have a previous affinity with George III, and this is their third child, you know, maybe they kind of bend the rules a little bit and go with something like this. I mean, look at James... What did we say? James Alexander Philip Theo. Yeah, you know? exactly. So there's room to play. Um, that's my first wild card entry, though. Then, of course, I have Philippa, which I do actually think may show up as a middle name if they have a girl. Only because that is Kate's sister. It's got some heft to it. It would be right at home with Amelia, Victoria, Alexandra, and could also pay homage to Philip. Right. That's how Kate gets that in the door is like, exactly. she says it's Philip, but you know. I could, I could see, I don't think that would be a first name. No. I could see it coming in as like third or fourth as a middle name. Catherine is obviously Kate's name. I do kind of think they might throw this in as a middle name. 
What do you think? Well, she did the hard work of birthing the babies. I say she's earned it. Three of them. It's also, you know, not unheard of down the royal line. So perhaps. Um, And then the last one I have on my list is Anne, only because um, there's Queen Anne. Um, Princess Anne could be honored maybe as a middle name. I don't really see this coming into play. Yeah, me neither. So my prediction for a girl, I'm just going to throw it out there, is either Victoria or Alexandra for a first name. And if if forced to choose here and now, I'm going to say Alexandra. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as a middle name, we're going to see either um, one of those that has not been used. I do think we're going to, I don't know, I'm just going to say it. I think we're going to see a Philippa in the middle name. What about an I, I Alexandra think- Catherine Philippa? I would have said more. I would go Alexandra Victoria Philippa or Victoria Alexandra Philippa. I think they maybe they'll throw a Mary in there, but I think you know we're probably going to look at a three name situation because that's what they've done for the previous two. If I had to put money down, I'm I'm gonna go with Alexandra Victoria, either Alexandra Victoria Mary or Alexandra Victoria Philippa. Although that's a mouthful. Yeah. So really, I think I think you're gonna see an Alexandra and a Victoria in the first spot. That's just that's my prediction. I could be totally wrong. If I'm wrong, make fun of me on our Twitter and our Instagram. Feel free. Those are my predictions. Okay, I have mine. I want to hear it. I'm gonna go Victoria, Alice, Catherine. Interesting mix. Explain. Because I do think you're right in that Victoria hasn't really been used in a while, but it's it could be like it's not as like it's more interesting than like a Mary or you know an Alice and like they could give her a nickname you know whatever they want although Vicky I don't I don't know but they call her Tori or you know something like it there's a lot more like room to play with the name so they could do Victoria I think um Alice like given that it's been used as a middle name in the past like also hasn't been used in a while um, and the betters, like, they're not always right, but they usually come close, I think. Um, although I don't remember what they were guessing for the previous two. Um, but I think Victoria Alice sounds really nice together. And then I think Catherine, like, I think William would step up and be like, I want to put Catherine in there. What about Alexandra Mary Catherine? Maybe. I Like, the Alexandra Mary is a direct homage to Elizabeth, although Elizabeth has already been acknowledged yeah i'm just gonna say if any one of these combos gets picked we're taking full credit (laughs) yeah (laughs) well i want that money (laughs) it's glory that's all you get is glory all right so let's move on to the boys okay the boys are a little bit more interesting i think because like you said we've seen a lot of them so there's a little less room for creativity um, but let's get started. So the first name I have on the list is Albert. Um, we know where that I came think, from. <laughs> yes, Queen Victoria's husband. It has been in heavy rotation as a middle name, but not as a first name. I think I'm just going to say it, and I apologize to any Alberts out there. It just doesn't roll off the tongue. That's why they call them in Birdie. In like a pleasing manner. Yeah. Neither does Birdie. But, like, I mean, honestly, I... <sighs> I would have, like, 
my own private meltdown if they name this child Albert because from doing all the research on the Georges, there's already too many Georges and Birdies and like Birdies become George and then it's like there's a bunch of Edwards in the mix too and it's like, could we just, they've already done George. So I would really love it if they just stay away from Albert and Edward. I don't think, I don't think they're going to do it. I think, I think if they would use Albert, I think you have to remember, I think William's also like leaving some of these names for Harry. Yeah. So I think they might leave this one for Harry. Sorry, Harry and Meghan. Albert's all yours. Um, I just don't see it. The next name I have on the list is Charles. Obviously we know that is William's father. I think, I think that would be a definite middle name possibility. So just going back, um, you know, William does not have Charles in his middle name, but Harry does. So even though I think that could be a middle name possibility, I also, it's, it is one of Harry's names. And I think one thing we have to remember with these people is they love to name their kids after themselves. Yeah, except interestingly, and... William didn't name his first son after really anyone except, um, you know, Louis Mountbatten, who was also theoretically kind of naming it after himself as well because it was one of his middle names. Yeah, so it, it, I it could think... be that perhaps Charles was like, nah, don't do that. We'll never know. I just feel like that is that is one of Harry's middle names. So they may think that Harry has a claim on it, but we may see it. I think I don't think we'll see it in the first name. And like we said, we already have Charlotte. I don't think they're going to do Charles and Oh, Charlotte. God, no. That would just be too repetitive. So maybe a middle name possibility, but not, not going to be a first name. Next on the list, I have David. Nope. Um, nope. I probably should have put this down at the bottom with my wild cards. Edward VIII highly unlikely and again it's one of harry's names so i just i don't i don't think i i probably should have put this at the bottom of the list <laughs> like it is not happening um it sounds like you agree yeah. the next name on the list i have henry um which of course we just talked about is harry's name and there have been eight and eight king henry's um or is it king's henry I don't mm, know. that sounds right proper. i don't know yeah it's like like calls de sac, not called de sacs. Um, anyway, William may want to honor his brother, um, but again, I feel like he might leave this for Harry to use for one of his kids. Yeah. What do you think? I maybe a middle name, you know, but I don't. I don't really see them picking it for a first name. See, we're already like halfway through my list and we just keep saying middle names. This is why the boys are really difficult because there are so many boys. Also, I just want to take a side note here. I did not put William on this list. I kind of feel like William might show up as a middle name. So I don't know why I didn't put it on my list. But we'll we'll put that with Henry. You know, it maybe is a middle name. Maybe it won't show up at all. Arthur. So Arthur is my pick. This is a middle name for William and Charles and notably did not get used for George at all. So that makes me think that, um, you know, they could have done George Arthur Louis. They did George Alexander Louis. It makes me think that they were Reserving like, maybe it. we're going to have another kid and it could be a boy and we want to name him Arthur. So I feel like this is their second boy name. Um, and for what it's worth, it is the current front runner for the bookies. So I'm going to go with the bookies on that one. I think Arthur is a strong contender. What I just cannot hear Arthur and not think King Arthur, but like, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... 
It's a possibility. It's a possibility. So, yeah. Okay, so next you have Prince Edward. I do. So I have Edward. Okay. Um, Edward hasn't made a gener- an appearance for about a generation. Um, notably, you have Edward, Prince Edward, but Edward doesn't show up anywhere in the, um, I guess we could call them the millennial generation. <laughs> So I do think maybe they don't go with any names that are like first names that would be any of William's uncles. I agree with you because because you yeah. have to remember William's uncles have their own children. Yeah. So I feel like Edward and Andrew are kind of off the table. I, I agree with you. Um, I think we could also say that um, there are a lot of negative stories in the press about Prince Andrew and they probably aren't going to want to saddle their kid with that name. No. So now I'm going into my wild card, which I should have put David with these. So I do apologize. Frederick. I saw this listed as a possibility. I don't know where it came from. It's I could see it as a middle name. Apparently it is a common middle name and it was really common like amongst the German relations and some of the minor princes. But I don't. I don't think they're going to name their kid Frederick and I don't think Frederick is going to come into play that for some reason this was just like on a list of possibilities and I honestly have no idea where it came from. Mm, Yeah, I don't. And it's super German sounding. Well, they would call him Freddy, I'm sure. Yeah, but but, I mean, you you know, it comes from Friedrich. So it's not like. I mean, I don't honestly, I don't know how worried they are about the German association anymore. Um, But yeah, that would be a little bit out of left field. I'd be very surprised. I only threw it on here because I just saw it on a list and I thought, where the hell did Frederick come from? I put James on here. I think it's unlikely. Again, it's Edward's son's name, but it is also the name of Kate's brother. And there Mm -hmm. have been several Jameses down the line. So I'm thinking it could be a contender for a middle name. Maybe. Again, there's that association with like James II. So I don't know. It's unlikely. And then the last name I have on here is Philip. I don't see this as a first name. I think the fact that he's getting older, um, he's sort of disappearing from public life. I will actually just go out on a limb and say I'm going to be shocked if this doesn't show up as one of the middle names. I think it could. I think that's also why there's a strong case for Philippa. But um, I don't know if I see them doing it as a first name. I think aside from... um, Elizabeth and her mother there's not as much of a like direct naming right like Mm -hmm. you don't give your name to your child as their first name it is one of William's middle names yeah so I think you're right they could probably use it as a middle name it might be the second name so I'm gonna give my my prediction for the name okay and we're sticking with three names right okay I am going to go with Arthur, Philip, mm. Charles. Damn. Is that, was that yours? <laughs> it was, that's pretty close, yeah. Um, I, I think you're, you might be right. I, like, there is a slight possibility they could put Philip as the first name. I don't think that they will because I think it also sounds a little bit like macabre, like you're sort of pre- like preemptively naming your child after your grandfather who's, like, about to die. Yeah. But, like, so I do think Philip is the second name, and I think Charles is a definite candidate for um, middle name as well. And if we're limited to three, I just hate Arthur. But I, I'm looking at this list, and, like, it's either – it's either Albert Arthur or Arthur. Or Arthur. I, I don't so think like gonna I go just think Albert. like Arthur and like maybe James 
Philip Charles, but like again, I think James is unlikely. So yeah, I think you're right. I mean, the boys are tough because there's just feels like there's fewer options. I I know the only other op- alternative I would say is Arthur Philip James. Maybe, but I think they put Charles in there before they put James. Exactly. I think you see a Philip and a Charles as the middle names. I'd be because because William didn't honor Philip or Charles with his first son. I feel like if he has another son, it's it's the double whammy and I I just I Well, I think also you don't do it with the first son because then there's like like, I feel like Charles choosing George as his regnal name is, like, an homage, but, like, you don't want to force it on the child, right? So, like, if Charles turns out to be, like, a good king or a bad king, like, it's either way a lot of your name to live up to if you name your kid Charles, right? And so I think that's why they wouldn't name George Charles, but maybe a third, like, a third child who's never going to come close to the throne, so. I'm just going to double down on my Arthur Philip Charles prediction. No, I think I agree with you, so... We're putting that one out there. Yeah. And they might surprise us and do four names. <laughs> I mean, maybe they do, but I, it seems like so far they've, they've kind of whittled it down a bit. It's a lot for a kid. Plus, you have to remember their last name. I believe they go by Cambridge. Although, yeah. officially, I believe it's Mountbatten-Windsor. I think officially they have no last name, but for like places where they need a last name, they use Cambridge. Which is confusing because... Yeah. The last name comes into play for people who, like, aren't titled or aren't going to be in, like, like, like Anne was, like, Windsor. Yeah, I guess that's or, true. Or not Windsor. Oh, you she, mean, I think she yeah. was Mountbatten. Yeah. Um, because Anne and Charles were born before Elizabeth was queen, so, like, their last name wasn't really a well, question. Well, that was the thing I watched last night. So they were, yeah. they were Windsor, and that was when Elizabeth took the throne, and they did cover this on the crown. Philip wanted his family name to be used, and there was a certain precedent for that um, with Prince Albert, and it would have changed the family name to Mountbatten. But given the relatively recent name change from yeah. Saxa Coburg Gotha to Windsor, it was really important to kind of keep Windsor going. So they determined that the family name would be Windsor, which was quite the blow to Philip. And his masculine ego, and I'm not putting, I'm not saying that as a put down. I mean, we're talking about the '50s, what it means to be a man. This is a man who thought he probably had 20 years with his wife to be a normal person, but when she took the throne, it ended his naval career. He had to walk four steps behind her, and then was told, "Your children can't even bear your name." So, I think that's fair that he was upset. And then apparently, what happened was when um, you know there are 10 years between Anne and Edward and Andrew. And when Andrew came along, that wound was kind of reopened and um, Elizabeth sided with her husband at that point and they determined at that point, which still stands the case today, that all issue of their family, including descendants, you know, grandchildren, accepting women who may marry and take their husband's name, um, they will all be known as Mountbatten-Windsor. Right. But then you have these, like, dukedoms, and then they take the name Cambridge, and it gets really, really confusing. So so it's it's uh, interesting to see where they're going to go with this name. Um, you know, I think we're not going to see um, Brandon or, you no, know, anything. Yeah, they don't really go off. No, no, no. I mean, you know, they're never going to – they don't get to honor Kate's family. Like, it's all – you know, but I think that's the bargain that you kind of know when you come in, so – 
And Kate has two siblings. Yeah. I hate to say it, but, you know, I think when you're sitting around the family table, you're like, hey, Dad, like, no offense. <laughs> I'm but not also, in a position like, to put Michael in the name. And it may show up, you know, maybe we'll see a Michael. And uh, also, usually that's not a thing. Like, you know, sometimes people honor their parents, sometimes they don't. So it's just she married into a family where they tend to recycle names. So I just think I'm, my money's on Arthur or Alexandra. Yeah, we'll we'll wait and see because it's happening any day now. So we'll um, probably just put a little Instagram or tweet thing about whether we were right or wrong. <laughs> yeah, and I think we should also say this is our last episode for yes. a little while. We're going to take a little bit of a break. Um, we'll probably be coming back to you sometime in July. Is that correct? Probably. You know, this takes a lot of research and time and... We're going to take a little bit of a summer vacay. And we're going to go big on the next one. So we want to take our time and do it right. And I think I am allowed, am I allowed to spill what that is going to be? Well, I think we've talked about before how we think we, I mean, I think it's obvious given like the the history lesson we've had for the last 10 episodes. So yeah, we are going to visit Henry VIII and all that entails, including his six wives, the Catholic divorce, um, the ramifications we've talked about a little bit, but we'll flesh out what we haven't. So that's coming at you after a little bit of a break. Yep. But until then, enjoy the royal wedding, everybody, and the royal baby. And we'll be live tweeting the royal wedding. Yes. And we'll just be excited to see what happens on both of those accounts. So... I'm calling it, I am taking full credit if we see <laughs> Arthur Philip Charles or Alexandra Victoria, what did I say? I forget what I said. Alexandra Victoria. You can't take credit if you don't remember. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Well, whatever. If I said it, I'm taking credit. <laughs> All right. I'll talk All to right. you next time. Bye. Bye.